0: Hello, everybody. We are live. I am so excited. I have never used this platform before. And if you know anything about me, I am so untechy. And I got my new platform to work that I use for my podcast. But we are live today. And I have such a treat for you all. For any of you that have followed me for any length of time, you know that my battle cry is freedom in freedom in in our lives and freedom in our soul and just freedom in everything we do so that we cannot be bound to things that keep us from our next level life. And my story is just that I was so bound up and unable to become the person that I am today. And we can be bound by multiple things in life, but what I know is that we have got to do some personal growth to get the professional success that we desire. I've always said that all the external success we are looking for comes from an internal shift. It's that internal shift that has to happen before we get the external results that we're looking for. So without any further ado, let me introduce to you my guest for today. This is Jen Couch. She is the founder of Sober Sis, and what she has done to wine a clock is going to just blow you away so impressive so many people he, need to hear the message that she has so let me just bring her on hey, hey. Jen. hi you did it way to go really you did yeah. everything. I'm so impressed <laughs> neither one of us you guys are you know that's not our forte we don't teach we don't teach online tech stuff that's not what we do <laughs> no not at all no thank you for having me this is so great Thank you so much for taking the time just to come and tell your story and talk about your passion. Mm -hmm. Talk about what God has done, not only in your life, but what God is helping you do in the lives of others. That's kind of an interesting niche that the two of us have is that we have this we, we have a purpose and we are trying to walk that out. But it's also a faith based based purpose. I mean, we can't separate the two, right? Right. Right.
1: Exactly, you know, I think so often we don't really know what our purpose or our message is until we have a little bit of the mess or a little bit of the struggle, <laughs> which <laughs> none of us want, you know, we don't want that. We don't want the struggle or the or the mess, but it's the it's the old adage. it's the cliche that couldn't be more true, mm-hmm. which is where we've struggled, where we've encountered uh, weakness or just challenge is where our best opportunity comes to really showcase what wholehearted living really looks like.
0: Yeah, it's really true. And I think that both of us, for the audience to know, is that we are passionate about healthy living. We are passionate about being able to get up every day with um, enthusiasm and with energy and with hope and, and to do what what is ahead of us, whether, you know, whether that is, being home raising children, which is one of the hardest jobs in the world, or whether it is, you know, a doctor, a lawyer, an Indian chief. I mean, I don't care. It doesn't matter. the, 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 The passion is to be able to get up and to do that at our best level or at our highest level. And to be able to sleep at night, knowing mm-hmm. that um, you know we we were our best us that day. So, just jump in here. Give me a little bit um, of the backstory about Sober Sis. Like, how did you even get to the point where you came up with the idea of Sober Sis? yeah well you
1: know it comes from my own experience Um, my own experience was i was a little bit later in life social drinker there i was working mom in my 30s just going to the happy hours just starting to kind of unwind with that glass of wine in the evenings um which seemed you know, pretty harmless and very status quo, very normal, very much what uh, I was told was was normal. And in our society, really, the messaging and marketing today is you deserve it, girl. Feet up, wine in hand. And again, in and of itself, there's nothing wrong with that. It's redirecting what that looks like. But for me, I really found myself in my 40s, raising teenagers, the heat of life turning up a little bit, things becoming more stressful, anxiety getting higher, you know, setting them free out there to drive was something. Yeah. (laughs) So I noticed for me, my anxiety was going up and my drinking was going up along with it. And I thought I was drinking to lower my anxiety. And again, me time, my time. And what I found was I was creating that evening ritual, that habit that was actually undoing all the work that I was doing during the day. Mm-hmm. I'm that healthy, mindful, you know, yoga, kale, green juice, do it all. <laughs> Good intentions. I'm not going to drink tonight. It's a Tuesday night. I don't need a glass of wine while I cook. Yes. And I want one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's where I found myself was stuck in the, Detox to retox. Um, You know, and for me, you mentioned earlier when you were speaking about living our best life. Mm -hmm. And my life was okay. It was in that gray area of lukewarm, Mm -hmm. almost homogenous, rut like Mm -hmm. living where it was getting up. It was like Groundhog Day. Get Mm -hmm. up, good intentions. Gonna work out, sweat it out, work out today. I'm not gonna, I don't wanna drink tonight. By three, four o'clock that afternoon, you know, low blood sugar, stress rising. Yeah. Seems like a good idea when you're in the target line. And so I would, I would just find myself in that routine. And so without it becoming such a physical problem, although I definitely have physical consequences, like waking yeah. up at 3 a.m. with yeah. that anxi- more anxiety, yeah. more defeat more of that feeling of, man, I can't believe I did that again. Why did yeah. I drink two three, four glasses of wine? Why did I do that? Yeah, And then just getting up to only feel that I might do it again. I just couldn't get a control of my cravings and desires and why I was doing it. And um, so, yeah, about five years of what I call yo-yo drinking instead of yo-yo dieting. I would start, stop. I could take breaks because I wasn't physically addicted to alcohol i had the choice to stop on my own at any point in time so i did multiple stop starts juice cleanses all the you know rules of mindful drinking moderation which i personally found to work about 80 percent of the time but it's 80 20 rule where 20 percent of the time oh i had one too many i drink again i didn't even want to what's that and so after after that yo-yoing back and forth, which was more mentally and emotionally taxing on me than anything.
0: It um, really is. Yeah. It's so tiring, isn't it? Yeah. Of, yeah. I mean, you I as, you're, as you're telling your story, I mean, it just so, you know, and I got free from this so, so many years ago. Yeah. But it. I mean, I'm reliving it as you're saying it, right? That <laughs> cycle, that cycle of yeah. Um, wanting to not do it, but then, man, the stress of my job and the in the kind of life that I was living at the time, yeah. I literally started craving Chardonnay at like three o'clock in the afternoon. That's right. I, yeah. I wanted it, and then once again, you know, I'm back on that yo-yo cycle because I want to yeah. get up the next morning and 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 live a full day and and be um, and and feel energetic and feel have a passion and you know desire to do what I need to do. And for me, healthy living has always been a really, really important thing. Yeah. Yet, even with that passion, I was sabotaging myself Totally. with, you know, just drinking water, It's like putting
1: a heavy blanket on something. I mean, it can still move around. It's just sluggish. Yeah. It's slower. It's heavy. Yeah. You know, one of and my I mean, favorite scriptures all- is, you know, running your race with things that don't encumber you, yeah. that don't enslave you and encumber that's and that's kind of how I looked at it. It was like I'm running with weights on, man. I'm yes, with weights trying to clip my time.
0: And I and, think so many people listening are, are have 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 experienced that, or maybe are experiencing that to a some degree, or to a really really high degree of what we're talking yeah. about. And honestly, Jen, I mean, I know you've encountered this because it's almost. Not PC to even talk about it because the wine culture, you know, that has been right. of a society is so huge and it's made it, especially for women. Like it's a cutesy tootsie thing. It's a fun thing. You got the sippy cup, you got the wine cups, like the cup towels. I mean, they know oh, all the it.
1: memes and the target t-shirts and, uh, yeah. Dish
0: towels. Yeah. <laughs> Everywhere. Yeah. And so it's, 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 it's been made to almost, cover up.
1: Mm -hmm. I think
0: some of the silent suffering that some people are going through trying to get out of this cycle that you're helping women get out of.
1: Yeah, you nailed it. I think that is so true. It's minimized. It's jokey. It's kind of funny. What's in your Yeti, you know, but really at the end of the day, there is that backside, that flip side of the coin that no one's really talking about. I mean, do you get up and, and call your friend and talk about the hangover? Right. No,
0: we wow. talked about how fun it was. Yeah, the party, though, <laughs> you know, the dinner party, you know, whatever. The night out, the lake, the lake excursion, yeah. It but I never talked about that secret suffering. It was secret. I didn't talk about the fact mm-hmm. that I was starting to have to look at myself, and I right. was not happy with the standard that I had set for myself. That's exactly it.
1: It, it was. It, it, it was for me just living at a a lower standard. And really, if I could define it, I was really living so divided um i was walking around with such mental tug of war Mm -hmm. in this divided mind kind of one girl by day one girl by night having all these desires but then them running into my intentions Mm -hmm. i was clashing inside with myself and the mental bandwidth and emotional drain that that took could have been and is now put towards something else i've reallocated (laughs) i tell women all the time you can reallocate your wine money you can also reallocate your internal Passion and yeah. where you're putting your thinking. Yeah, you know, they they say that um, just your average habitual routine drinker, you know, someone that's kind of well, it's five o'clock, it's my cue to yeah. drink something. Yeah, um, you know, is almost like a part-time job. I mean, all in, you spend about five hours with that drinking session, either buying it, thinking about it, doing it, or recovering from it. If you're doing that seven days a week, that's thirty-five hours. Wow. a week put towards just, I'm talking about that evening wine o'clock, you know, kind of drinking in the evenings kind of vibe. That's, that's a lot of time. And a lot of times it's, we just drink out of boredom. I talk to so many women, especially in the current uh, state of the world that we're living in. Not only is there stress and anxiety out the roof, but the boredom, isolation, and loneliness, Yeah, it's just a filler. But the problem is, it's a filler that that doesn't really have an, an end. There's
0: there's it's bottomless. Yeah, because you have to refill it every day with something that's taking from you. Yeah, and, and you know fun. I used to joke, and it's not funny, but I would say, you know, I need co- a coping mechanism to deal no. with coping mechanism. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> Because it's not working for me. Not working. And I wanted it to work. I tried to make it work. And again, it worked some
1: of the time. That was what was confusing. It's not like I had this big crash and burn. You know, I want women to hear. You know, I have to have a big rock bottom. You know, I didn't really get to the point. And again, not that I couldn't have, but I didn't get to the point where I kept on the highway, if you will, the drinking highway, where I did start to crash and burn and crash my car and get a DUI and lose anything. I'm really working with women who are on the drinking highway to go with the analogy on the drinking highway. And since that, there are some red lights coming on the dashboard, Whoop! pull over, check oil, engine light on. Something's not right. Something's not working. I'm, I'm now doing it when I don't even really want to do it or I'm doing it and getting negative consequences, even just in my personal internal life. Right. Not good enough for me. Those are red lights. So I hope women, that's kind of why I created SoberSys. Yeah. I created a place, a rest stop, if you will, for women to pull off the drinking highway. Mm. Don't have to wear a label. Don't have to even say always, never, forever. I'm never drinking again. That's, that's mm. too big. Where I was for me in my gray area drinking, it was too big of a feat. To say I'm never drinking again. Yeah. I just didn't even know how to take a break and it be effective. Yeah, I knew how to willpower. I knew had a white necklet. You know, again, I'm a I'm an exercise person. I know how to push through. Mm-hmm. But every time I push through with willpower, I went back with a vengeance towards more. Like oh, I can finally relax now. My 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 diet. Yeah, drinking yeah. time is over. Let's celebrate
0: with drinking but that's so, what food is too that's why yes. so many people fail with food is because you're going to like go do this you know it's for this particular time or this particular punishment of yourself or right you know what i mean it, it's a brain it's a brain yes. it's a mindset to say i'm going to go up here and work on it but um i'm coming back you know i'm coming
1: I'm, back i'm just going to prove to myself that well, I, can't I can do
0: it all this well, that i can take a break or I and can then, break
1: then i do through. Yeah. And then I celebrate with just going back, and it wasn't always immediate. That was the thing. I could take these breaks, and then it would slowly creep on in. You know, I was just going to drink on the weekends, just going to drink with my husband, just going to, you know, blah blah blah. The, the rules are endless, and I always eventually kind of broke them. And so that was defeating to my own sense of respect for myself and just the resilience that I know I have. I found it again. It's in there, but alcohol for me was covering it up saying, girl, you need, you need a drink. You can't do it without me. You can't get in the car with your family fighting without a little pre-gamer. What's that? That's what we've got to
0: talk about. So let's talk about mindset. Can we talk about mindset? Because A huge part of what mm. I talk about um in my book that I just wrote and just about the course I'm about to take people through and I know you do the same. If we yeah. don't get the mindset right, forget the rest. That's right. It all starts right here. Everything starts here, right? Exactly. Our belief
1: system, uh, knowing our why, why we're motivated to do something. You know, that's one of the things that I help women do, too, is drill down deeper into the why. It's got to be strong enough. Um, It can't just be on the surface level. It it can begin there. But as you've got, you've got to keep going. But it's very empowering. You know, my message is one of hope and empowerment Mm -hmm. uh, because you really can change your mind. You can change your mindset. Yeah, change your belief system about what you think something is giving you. If you really challenge that and go deeper and really look at it for what it is, you can see that maybe that's not always true. And we've just bought in. So I'm challenging. I'm challenging a lot of the beliefs around alcohol that we've just assumed are true Mm -hmm. um, in our society. And so when we pause or take a break and kind of reset our minds with new information, then our mind has an opportunity to go, oh, wait, Mm -hmm. there really is a different way of looking at relaxing. There is another way to connect with people. Is it really even connecting at all um, to bring all into the mix? Is that truly, is that really a connector? Or does that kind of keep us separate? So Mm. I couldn't agree with you more. Mindset Mm -hmm. is everything. In fact, I don't even. I'm choosing right now to live an alcohol-free lifestyle. Mm -hmm. I don't even say I'm sober. To me, that that's that's kind of loaded. Unfortunately, in our society, a little stigmatized. Ironically, there's a, a stigma to sobriety, which it really should be celebrated as a wonderful, healthy to do. But what I have found is being sober minded yeah. really clicks in with me because I feel very empowered to say, you know, I'm sober minded. That yes. means I'm present, yes. aware, alert, aware in my own life. Mm. That's being sober minded. And then I'm choosing to be um, alcohol free because it feels good to my body and my
0: mind. So good. It's it's perspective. And mm-hmm. perspective is, is, is everything. When you start to try to make a shift in your life, you can't look this way. Right. You can't keep looking this way and desire and expect to go this way. Right. right. I mean, there has to be this shift of perspective. And like you said, the consideration, right? The consideration of the what ifs, Mm -hmm. And to allow your brain to think in a different way because then that begins to shift emotion and then that begins to shift behavior and until those things happen um behave you're going to fail because you need all of those things to fall in line um it's like when I talk about soul alignment our soul is our mind our will and our emotions you've got to get that soul lined up before yeah, it's like a plumb line. <laughs> yeah, it is a plumb line, right? It's like yeah. so go in a straight line. Yeah. And I got to tell you, I just want the audience to know that I firsthand have seen um, a very inner circle friend of mine go through this, uh, go through your program. And it mm-hmm. has changed her life. Mm-hmm. But, Jen, what I saw it do is I saw in the beginning it did exactly what it did for you was these little changes, these little shifts, right? Considerations. She was getting a new mindset. She was trying. She was, you know, uh, you try and you fail a couple of times and then you learn from that. So I hate calling it failure. I think we need to come up with a new word for failure because usually we learn more in failure than we do in success. Absolutely. In our, in our tribe, we call it
1: feedback instead of setback. It's recon. It's valuable. Yeah. We don't waste it. It's, no. oh man, it, it's you just so had, it. You had a little slip. Yeah, that is incredible feedback. Wow, what'd you learn? We actually we can celebrate that because it's still falling forward. It's moving forward. It's just valuable feedback. Oh, uh, whereas a setback says, oh, "I got to go back to the start line, oh, yeah. back to day one." You wouldn't do that in a marathon. You wouldn't fall down on mile seventeen. Mm-hmm. Get back up, dust off, and go back to the starting line where no one is. You're on your own race. You keep going forward, forward.
0: And, and that's say, I failed. I knew it. I can't do it. You know, you can't look that yeah. way. You've got to again shift your perspective and say, what can I gain out of this? It may tell me how I get to the next step. And it usually does. You know, it starts to reveal. um, I tell everybody awareness is half the battle. Awareness is the problem. And now you only have 50% left to go, right? Exactly. With what you help women with as well. Um, So anyway, I I want people to know that I have seen it work in some now it has morphed into this entire lifestyle yeah for her that it has mm-hmm. set a new standard for her life and she now jim it's not yeah. about shifting the drinking it's now she's learning more about who she is as a human being
1: that's right it, okay. it really alcohol is just on the surface it's just it's just a tool it's mm-hmm. a coping mechanism for a lot of people when you get that out of the way then the real work begins the self-discovery the peeling back the layers the mm-hmm. What were you numbing that now you have access to? That's just really always been right there, we which just is did freedom.
0: Oh my god, freedom, total freedom, and it is freedom to live and to live. Um, you know where you can take a deep breath during the day, where you can celebrate. Um, your life to a little bit higher degree, or or to have a little bit more yes. depth in it than what maybe someone's feeling right now. I want to ask you one other question, and then I want to jump into the um, uh, the challenge that you yeah. have with people. Yeah. But I, I do because we are both women of faith, and a lot of my yeah. audience is faith-based. And Jen, I want to talk a little bit about this epidemic being. So woven through uh, Christian women and that they feel so guilty, shameful, embarrassed um, that they are women woman. It's been said mm-hmm. they are following Christ, but yet they have this burden I find them that they can't tell anybody about because maybe they're not going to, maybe that's not going to make them as holy as spiritual or, you know, they haven't tapped into Jesus like other people can. I mean, it's all such, but it's so real. What can you speak to that at all?
1: I can speak to it a lot (laughs) because I really felt that way, you know, um, just having a relationship with Jesus, a personal relationship. You know, I say on my Instagram, I'm not about religion. I'm about relationship. And so for me, that's what it's all about is that personal relationship with God and what he has done for me in my life. Um, And so I have that I have that strong base. I have that strong relationship. So when drinking entered into it, it was like kind of like I invited this third party into what I already had going because I was a little bit later in life drinker. Some of that was due to my upbringing in a conservative Christian home. And some of that was just my my rule following personality. And some of that was really God's just protection and provision in my life, probably saving me from who knows what myself. (laughs) <laughs> there's no telling. So um, for me, when I started, when I started this journey of drinking, this career, if you will, of drinking, which was fairly short-lived compared to many that I work with, right? Um, it immediately felt like there was a disconnect from. Who I knew I was in Christ, my identity, and then taking on this identity of going into another place for my comfort, another area, another thing. Mm-hmm. I really had invited this, this idol, this, this uh, elixir that yeah. could do for me quickly in real time, yeah. temporarily, what I had not found um, even anything <laughs> to do, quite honestly. And so that immediately caused that friction in my life, because I knew I was kind of piling on something that could in fact entangle me. But as a Christian, as a mom, And as a Christian, I did feel shame in that. I did feel confusion in that because I knew drinking alcohol in and of itself. I didn't want to be a legalist. Right. I didn't want to focus in on alcohol. being The culprit, the thing. It's a substance. There's a lot of things out there that um, are addictive. There are a lot of things that can sideswipe us. From our purpose and our right. and our presence, yes. So instead of focusing on on just that, I knew that there was something inside of me that was drawn towards altering my reality, bending my reality for just a moment. And again, I think that's a human thing. I think that's I think that's human nature. Right. I didn't really know how to wrestle with that part of me. Honestly, I didn't feel like I had the tools to wrestle mm-hmm. with that part of me. I just thought I needed to try harder. Um, going back to the willpower model, which does not work long term. Yeah. And, you know, there's mom shame. There's mom guilt out there, you know, and to be a Christian mom. It's like a double down. Wow. A double down. The shame kind of the posturing. Um, I, I was so afraid of being labeled and misunderstood that even when I started having the inkling. That this could become something in my life that would that would take more space than I wanted it to. Yeah. I know how to raise my hand and go. Oh, I'm kind of a Christian mom in a Bible study. I think I'm drinking a little bit too much wine. Mm-hmm. What? I just didn't feel a place for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know how to do that um, without going. Oh, okay. I just jumped off the complete deep end, Yeah, and now I'm never going to drink again. Or I, you know. I just i I didn't know what to do so i I do see that as a big really ploy if you will of the enemy because silence and shame really feed addiction (laughs) they feed it's like a petri dish that really feeds together uh isolation oh hey i see a friend and um which really makes it worse which ironically makes you want to do the very thing you're hiding Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) isolation is your enemy. It's a trap.
0: It's a trap, ladies. And so um, it grows and it grows. There, you think that you're pulling back from it, but it yes, it feeds it.
1: It does feed it, and so that's what I found. Is the more I isolated, the more the enemy was having a heyday and and, um, I just thought I was so unique, which is funny now knowing (laughs) how many other women are just like me. I mean, just, you know, different background, different story. And I thought I was so uniquely oh my God, so
0: so, so many women. So so, women. <laughs> so mm-hmm. And I'm like
1: a good person. I was yeah. so afraid of being labeled an alcoholic, a bad person. Someone yeah. that didn't trust Jesus enough. Someone I that just did. pray harder and let it go. Oh. Well, hey, I was trying. And I was holding a glass of wine in my hand and praying about it at the same time. Oh. I literally did
0: not know how to break free. Uh, I good did good not to know that because... I got to, I got to, we got to share the message. So how, what did you come up with that has mm-hmm. been radically successful over the past couple of years that now you are upwards of 8,000 people that mm-hmm. have come through this program? I just got chill saying that because <laughs> it was 2000. And so yeah. this is something that people are finding and saying, that's what I need right there. That's what I've been looking for.
1: Yep, And you know, what I did was I put together what I had found that worked for me and I put it all together. And what I found is that people need tools. Number one, mm-hmm. practical tools. Yes. That's why I was really lacking um, the most probably at the initial onset of making this change in my life was the mindset tools, yeah. Was the practical way to understand the mind body connection and why I was craving something that I also wanted less of and more of like I couldn't understand. So once I began to break that down from a mindset brain science perspective um and put science into the mix it helped me tremendously because then i could detach that feeling of it being a moral failure into oh okay it is a substance that is addictive it does cause a thirst for itself oh i understand five o'clock better now But I also needed a tribe. I needed connection. Mm. That is what I think women are most hungry for right now. Mm -hmm. And it breaks that shame cycle when you're with other people who are very similar to you and like-minded, wanting to be their best self, the best version of themselves. You put a lot of women together that are killing it out there. They're knocking it dead. They're doing awesome. But have this one thing, this one area that is like the lead domino that if they'll just knock that one down, mm-hmm. down just a little bit, the domino effect is unreal. And yeah. the, the tools with the connection. And that is really the secret sauce of our group. Mm. It is a network. It is a very resource vast. well
0: I'm taking notes. I'm not being rude. I'm. I'm oh no! Notes.
1: Write it down. Uh, women from all over the world. We. I. I don't know this for sure because I don't know exactly where everyone's from, but I can just tell in our closed private Facebook yeah. group that women are representing. I think every state in the U.S. And now we're in four or five different countries. Wow. So we are everywhere because women are pretty much the same everywhere. We all struggle with so many of the same things. Mm. We are uniting and coming together uh, with no judgment, no shame, no labels. That's it. It's an, I got you girl. I get it. I get it. And you're not a bad person and you're not stuck here forever. And this has worked for me. Maybe it can work for you. And we're sharing ideas Mm. and we're coming together in a real authentic way. Mm. And,
0: that's, that's what it is. So good. And uh, Melissa's saying Sober Sis is a life changer. Yes. Oh, so I enjoyed so getting cool. to know Melissa.
1: She's gone through the 21 Day Reset and my AFL, my Alcohol-Free Lifestyle course, and is just doing the work. Wow. You know, it's, it's work, but it's exciting work mm-hmm. because it's working on you. Mm-hmm. And it's empowering. It's positive. It's it's creating the change where you're creating that life you don't want an amount from. That's the work. It's creating the framework yeah. of a life that gives you the self-care and the boundaries and the tools so that you're not wanting to hit the eject button, yeah. at least not so
0: often. And when you do want to hit that button, you've got some tools that can keep you, keep you in the game. That's so, in the game good. Of life. so you got to have the tools and, And I just want to say from a faith-based perspective that it's okay to say that you're going to bring your Jesus alongside the science of how you're made, the science of the biochemistry of your body, the science of how your brain is made, and that you're going to have to do some work because I feel like. In faith circles, we feel like you know I just gonna like you said I'm just gonna pray and it's gonna happen. Well, I prayed it doesn't happen. You know, Christianity is about a relationship. It's about God doing His part and us doing our part. And I think sometimes with this, um, you know, this work you and I do with people, it's like oh my gosh, if they if they have to do work, does that mean that I'm not as spiritual as I should be because I'm having to do all this work? No you've got to do hard things to go to your next level that's right that's okay we can do hard things it's worth Mm -hmm. it you know once you get past some of these roadblocks in life the freedom that Mm -hmm. is available to you is is beyond you would do it 10 times over because you know jen we don't know what we don't know right Right. we don't know sometimes what the what's on the other side and we get used to feeling like trash. You know, yeah, we, we just
1: think that's normal part for the course I'm getting older. I guess I'm supposed to have brain fog till noon. <laughs> yeah. no,
0: that's not the way it goes. No. I just want to release everybody from that lie to say um, uh, one of the things that I'm about to go through with some ladies is just talking about, OK, if I reach out, I'll be found out. So I'm going to stay in isolation and reaching out and being found out, you know, that's just ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, Right. You know, we, we believe we stay in that isolation long enough to where we believe it's just us. And we're astounded when we bring that junk out of the dark and put it into the light. All of a sudden we realize that there are so many people that are struggling with what we're struggling with we're all you know we all have the same struggles different story different experiences yeah. but the same struggles
1: yeah it's like i've i've always pictured it like this like we're in this huge uh war this huge battle and we're all in our own individual foxholes mm. And we don't realize there's a woman right next to us, just a few feet over. She's wow. down. She's in that foxhole, you know, just like ready to to keep it together out there. You know, it's like going out there. I'm going to keep it together. And then they're in their foxhole, just feeling isolated and defeated. And so if we can kind of raise our hand out of those foxholes and go, oh, my gosh, I got your back. You too. I get it. Okay, I got you. Let's go together and we can do this. Yeah. And it's extremely
0: powerful. Wow. So good. All right. I am about, hold on. I got to get my cord because I just saw that uh, my battery uh, is going low. So I I don't want that to happen. All right. So talk about the 21 day challenge If people are like, okay, that's me. I hear you that, you know, what can I do? What do I do? Right. What do I do? Let's give them some direction.
1: Yeah. Well in perfect timing, I know you and I were intentional in having this conversation right before a new month starts. So yes, at the beginning of every month, but specifically, we're moving into what is what is well known as Sober October to many. You know, there's dry January. Well, there's Sober October, uh, which is a great thing to say to people. If, if you're wanting to take a break and you're not even sure how to navigate that socially, you can always just tell people, hey, I'm doing a challenge. It's a health challenge. It's a mind challenge. And, you know, I'm going to I'm going to set alcohol aside. Got to get it. Got to reel it in after after COVID and the crazy of 2020 a lot of people are wanting to do that. So um, October 1st, which is Thursday this week, um, I'm beginning a new 21 day reset challenge. Uh, it is just for women uh, because I am sober sis. So we're just sisters here. So It's an all women's group. And um, pretty much that's the common denominator. We are like minded in the sense that we want to uh, renegotiate our relationship with alcohol, uh, get the tools get the connection of this network of women and um and that's what we're doing. So we we launch October 1st. I see you've got my my website right there. Yeah sobersys.com forward slash 21 day challenge. Um, In fact there's a little bonus going on right now. If women sign up today or tomorrow, they will have signed up in time to catch the last what I call runway Zoom call, which is um It's a live call with me and any and everyone who's doing the October reset. We get together on a Zoom call and I give really some great tips and tricks to get the most out of a reset. And um, it's a really quality kind of pre-connection time before the first of the month.
0: Okay, good. Yeah. um, Then so that you guys, it's right there on the screen. Sobersys.com 21 day challenge. And I know that my audience knows that I am starting my book course on October 1st as well. And so I just want to encourage you that, you know, if what Jen has been talking about today is really your number one, like that's the domino that has to go down before some of these other things. Because my whole message this past, these past couple of weeks is get unstuck, right? Get unstuck, uh, get gain some clarity on, on what your next steps are to get your next level life. My most of my people are next level lifers, Jen, oh, I love that. that, you know, crave personal growth. I have been a personal growth freak all my life. And that's kind of just something that I uh, energizes me and I'm passionate about. So I'm always looking at like, what can I do next that takes that next, you know, it's that Pervert level up, it's raising
1: your personal standard and it's leveling, it's leveling up your own life. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of women, I know what you're thinking out there. If you're listening to me right now and the thought of it makes you excited and nervous Mm -hmm. at the same time, you're normal. Like, that's totally normal to get the jitters of like, I kind of want to do this, but I kind of don't want to do this because what would that cost me? What would that mean? Mm -hmm. And so we really frame it and really help you see what you're gaining, not what you're losing. Yeah, uh, you can have some Jomo. That's the joy of missing out. You can miss out on a few hangovers if you want to. I can help you do that. Uh, miss out on that. Uh, it's a good thing. But um, our our whole mindset in our in our sisterhood is it is progress over perfection. Mm-hmm. So you're not signing up to walk a tightrope of perfection. And if you drink, you lose. You're a loser. You can't do it. The goal is what can you learn? Yeah, not just quitting. Yeah, um, again, you'll miss the forest for the trees. Our goal is to help you learn as you renegotiate your relationship with alcohol instead of sign up to just not drink white knuckle. That's what you've already done. And maybe that didn't work. It didn't work. Yeah.
0: And I just think stopping with Jim. We just in life. We just don't stop to pause. We don't stop to introspect. We don't stop right. to pray and journal. We just don't uh-huh. stop. We need the changes. We want the changes. We're craving the change. But there has to be a moment, there has to be a moment in time where you hit the pause or reset button.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: how bad do you want it? How bad do you want it? That's a question you have to ask your heart. And right. if you're in that place in your life today and you're listening to us, you know, I, I feel like there are seasons, Jen, that we come into and, and you know, there are seasons for people that are listening right now and they're going, that's me. And we are going to put this podcast, um, this will be housed on my podcast at Live with Amy podcast. And I know that you do these challenges every so often. And so if you're listening outside of when we've aired this live. Just know that you have other chances to do the 21 day challenge throughout the year. Correct.
1: And that runway call is really set in place in between resets so that no one's ever untethered. Yeah. You know, if you sign up for SoberSys at forward slash 21 day challenge, which is that website that will be that will stay there, um, we'll get you connected. Because again, step one is coming out of that foxhole, coming out of the isolation, and just starting to look around and feel like, you're not alone, which is extremely powerful to even open up the bandwidth to begin to even look at anything is to realize
0: you're not alone. Yeah, exactly. Oh, so good. So good. I mean, I, I'm just, I'm breathing. I'm breathing better already <laughs> because I know that people are going to have that experience where this, this heaviness on your chest, you know, if, if, if that's where you're at with this whole topic then today's your lucky day because you found you found what you need and i just appreciate you so much for standing for your faith and and for standing for women and being authentic it's really hard sometimes to be authentic Mm -hmm. about our um you know what we've been through in life but if, if if um You know, sometimes, like you said, that very place is what we're meant to do in life. That's that's our give back. That's where we are supposed to serve others.
1: Yeah, totally. And so, yeah, you know, be open to that. I agree with that. Just be open because the very thing that you're trying to resist or avoid is the very thing that I think God wants to use in your own life to set you free. That was me. I was just trying everything tooth and nail to just make this not my thing. (laughs) <laughs> and once I just said, you know what, Lord, I give you everything. Forget what is my thing. I just yes. give you everything. Yeah. Now you make my thing your thing. I want your thing, not my thing. Yes. And that's what I discovered was he led me straight smack dab into the eye of the storm that I had just come out of. Wow. And I, I was able to go back in there now with my backpack full of tools and grab
0: a lot of women to go with me. That's it. I mean, you gotta have. You've gotta walk through it. I I know. For me, when I'm wanting to get freedom like this, I want to walk alongside somebody that's done it. (laughs) (laughs) I've been there. No, (laughs) give me the trenches experience. I want to learn from that. Yeah. And so I think both of us have those stories that um, we've been there. We've been in the trenches. These are road tested principles, truths, and tools that we try to give out to people. And so, is there anything else that you that's on your heart that you want to say today? um just leading people into this twenty one day challenge before we wrap up? Sure, you know, I would just say,
1: imagine if you did nothing what 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 would happen? Would you continue down the road? You know, imagine visualize your life if you do take a chance, if you do take a risk. Uh-huh. Uh, again, what could you possibly? gain and what could change that could open new doors for you that if you stayed right where you are, you might miss out on. So, you know, it's risky to be vulnerable. It's risky to try new things, but, you know, change it's inevitable. It's going to happen anyway, right? But progress. That's not inevitable. You've got to go get it. You've got to go choose it, take it. And this is, this is an opportunity. And I just invite you, I want you to know, you're
0: personally invited by me to come join us. Mm-hmm. It's a game changer. So good. Thank you so much for being here today and just sharing your story yeah. and being
1: transparent. And- I'm excited about your book coming out and just my connection with you and what you're doing in the world. So mm-hmm. I think, again, women supporting women, women empowering other women That's uh, is very powerful. And I'm yeah. excited about what God's going to do.
0: It's a water. This whole freedom thing is a waterfall effect. You know, yeah. like once. You pull this layer of the onion back, then God says, Okay, now you're ready for the next layer and the next layer. And, and that's life. That's how, if you're being purposeful about it, right? Like you said, right. versus you know, progress versus change, change may happen and it may not be what you want, right? right. It's that so, that ship has already sailed. The travel, right. People, it's moving. Right. Where's it going? And I always say, We're all going to wind up at a destiny. But it right. may not be the destiny that you know that was meant for you. It may not be your God destiny. It may be the de- destiny the world dictated to you. Right. And I tell you, Jen, I don't want to wake up at the end of my life and realize that the destiny I I reached was something that was um, you know kind of inflicted upon me by the world, right. by society, and by peer pressure. Honestly, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's a it's it's um, it's a challenge sometimes to stand alone in that freedom space. Yeah, but it is worth, you know, every bit of it when you go to bed at night and you and you know um, that you're a whole person. So, guys, it's yeah. SoberSys.com forward slash 21 day challenge. You have two days to get in. I mean, we this is perfect timing for this interview. Yeah. And um, I'm just I just can't thank you enough, Jen. So thanks. You're so welcome. Thank you for the chance. That All right. All right. Bye bye, everybody. See you next time.